we don't exist in a vacuum. Um, being a child doesn't mean you exist in a vacuum. There are decisions that are made at the very top levels that still trickle down and affect you. Hello and welcome to This Kid Life. This Kid Life. This Kid Life. This Kid Life. I'm Jennifer Macy. This Kid Life is a podcast for kids brought to you by the Sydney Opera House, where kids talk to us about big ideas. This This Kid Life. Today we're talking about... Diversity. 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 (laughs) But first, let me introduce you to our panel of experts. You'll hear their voices pop up during this episode, so let's meet them. My name is Charlotte and I'm 7 years old. My name is Nia and I'm 11 years old. My name is Lily and I'm 11. Hello, my name is Travis and I'm 10 years old. Hi, I'm Chella and I'm 11. Hi, my name is Isabel and I'm 11 years old. I'm Herbie and I'm 6. I'm Clarice and I'm 8. My name is Kevin. Uh, I come from uh, Cabramatta and I am 12 years old. Hi, I'm Sophia and I'm 10 years old. Hi, my name is Zoe and I'm 11 years old. Hi, I am Sarah and I'm 10 years old. Hi, my name is Lachlan and I'm 9 years old. My name is Suzanne and I'm 10 years old. Hi, I am Richard and I am 10 years old. As kids, you've probably heard this question a few times. What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be the Prime Minister. But when Nepur Apta told her friend that her dream was to be the Prime Minister of Australia one day, this is what he said. He told me, um, I don't think Australia's ready for that yet. Nepur's school friend was saying that while he thought that Australia could handle a female Prime Minister, he didn't think Australia was ready for a woman with different coloured skin to be in the top job. But why does it matter what colour your skin is or whether you're a boy or a girl? Do those things matter when it comes to jobs? No, we're all like equal. We all feel like the same way. We all have the same emotions. We should be all, we're all equal. It should be based on ability instead of appearance. Like you could be way better at something but not be as, say, publicised or well-known because... You are a certain person. Yeah, because, like, we're all people and we should all be... And I feel um, good to be a girl. I don't feel any different to any of the other boys that I play with. I just feel equal because we are the same. We're just people. Girls dream of achieving incredible things. We want to shape politics, businesses, communities and countries. There are millions of opportunities for us to reach for. When we talk about diversity, we're talking about people of all backgrounds, whether they're girls or boys, or whether they speak another language at home, or whether their skin is a different colour. But all of them having the same right to go to school, and that both boys and girls have the same opportunities to be what they want to be when they grow up, and that they earn the same amount of money for doing the same work. Basically, equality. Right? Equality. Equality forever. Equality now and equality forever. Seven high court seats to listen from. Six astronauts are in space at this very moment. I think we should all get the same respect because in some countries they're not allowed to vote for their prime minister, women aren't allowed to vote, and I don't think that's very fair because we should all get the same amount of respect. It's been, it's kind of been discriminating women from the start, like at the Olympics, women weren't even allowed to go and watch, let alone play, I think it was like the suffragettes or something, they protested for women's votes, but still in some countries they're not allowed to, and they need to like, in all over the world they need to just accept that women are the same as men. 
150 seats in the Australian Parliament. In Australia, only one-third of the politicians are women. And while women make up almost half of the workforce, 46%, women take home less money than men. Less. Did you know that women take home in Australia $283 less than men? I thought it was like a dollar. What? No. That's not fair at all. Why? Just why? I just, I was, oh wow. (laughs) It's just that, it's like saying, oh, you were born a specific gender. Oh, you're going to be more successful than the other gender. That's just, that's just so, that's idiotic. Idiotic. It's just, I don't understand it. It's mm. not really acceptable for like the society for women are just as good as boys if not better because well sorry Travis but because <laughs> we can do a lot of things as well like we don't deserve that less amount of money than men do and I mean I think it's ridiculous that if you do like the same amount of work you get less money in any age any gender like you should get there should be in stone just like a price that you get and to hear that the, they get less, it's a bit like, wow, like, why? That was shocking. Yeah, I was really shocked because, like, for example, soccer, the men get paid so much more than the women and then, like, the women get no one turning up to their games and they and then they get so many people turning up to the men's games. I think it's just they all do the exact same thing. It's not like women don't work harder. If not, they work harder than the men and I just think that they should get paid and treated equally especially in our point in time where everyone should be treated equally now. I feel like there aren't enough like not that I really watch that much sport but I feel like there aren't enough women's games on like there needs to be more women's sports. We welcome you along to our coverage of the inaugural AFL Women's Clash and here come the Pies led out by skipper Steph Kiochi. And here come the Blues, led out by Captain Lauren Arnell. She's played in eight premierships with the Darabin Falcons here in Melbourne. This is the biggest moment of her footballing life. Welcome to AFL Women's. I've seen the, a couple of games like New Zealand versus Australia and rugby league. I mean, like Isabel said, in sport, like how women get less people and less like wages. Like, that's a bit unfair and I mean, like... They just shouldn't. I don't know what's really the difference. Sometimes, like, um, if I wanted to play soccer or something, I've seen boys would just choose boys on their team because they know that it's good. And then when we were playing soccer, all the girls would have to, like, stay back and the boys were like, no, 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 I'll go and kick the ball. But, like, we can too. We're not just some person that should stay off on the side. I'm a girl and I like to play soccer with all the boys sometimes at lunchtime. And they don't say just because I'm a girl that I can't play. And I'm actually really good at it. I don't feel different to the boys. I just don't care. Like, it's just at the end of the day, we're all people. And it's just like on my Oztech team, like, I used to play Oztech, and all the boys would go and take the ball, and they wouldn't let the girls have a shot or, like, do anything. And it was like, but I want to do this. Like, why can't I do this? I mean, I definitely think it's like I have seen the Matildas and they've been going very well and Socceroos, I mean, they made it into the 2018 World Cup but they haven't really done anything that good and I feel like 
yeah, there might be a few more men's teams, but that doesn't matter. The girls are doing, like, really well. And, it's like, in rugby league, too, there's been some... I've seen some, like, girls play, and they're not bad. Like, they can tackle and they can run. I want girls to know that they are good enough. Stop calling all the girls weak and that they can't play sports and that sports is for boys and all that. So last year, Nepal decided to show her friend she was serious about her goal of becoming Prime Minister one day. She joined a group of other girls with the help of the charity Plan International to take over Parliament in Canberra for one day. The way it worked was all the, the girls who were selected were given an MP or a senator to follow around all day. So I was with um, Senator Sarah Hansen-Young. Hundreds of Australians two years ago donated toys it was a really good experience to actually see firsthand how the people who are run our, running our country actually run our country on their day to day. Um, and it was really good to see that um, someone, a, a woman in such a strong position, seeing what she does every day. Nepal also got to meet Australia's foreign minister and top ranked female politician, Julie Bishop. She's an incredible woman. She's come so far and she told us as well, she was like, you know, we need more women in Parliament, so never, like, don't hold back if you want to lead, you should lead. And she's such an inspirational person, and to see her um, conscious of such an issue, she even mentioned that sometimes when she was in Cabinet meetings, she would just be ignored because she was a very small voice in a very large room full of men in quite a male-dominated position. So um, to see her still going super strong and supporting our cause was really, really, really good to see. We are empowered and we can lead, but we can't do it alone. You can't be what you can't see. You can't be what you can't see. The Prime Minister told us that, we got to meet him too, and he said, like, no, you can't be what you can't see. So if you don't see women in leadership, it's hard for you to imagine yourself in that position. If women see women in positions of power who aren't persecuted for their identity as a woman and who are doing a good job and are valued for the job that they do, not for their life decisions... Um, It'd incentivise more women trying to be in positions of leadership, I think. The next Prime Minister, next Labor Prime Minister and the first female Prime Minister of this country will be Julie Gillard. And I am truly honoured to lead this country, which I love. Nepal was eight years old when Australia's first female Prime Minister, Julia Gillard, came to power and she remembers how it felt. It actually felt really good. Um, I remember when I was watching TV or any kind of uh, consuming any kind of media as a child, I'd always be wanting a female or someone who looked like me to, you know, be the main person or to succeed in some kind of way. So when I heard that she was the first female prime minister, I felt really proud. I was like, hey, look, this is someone that looks like me, more or less, you know, who's in power now because I'd seen... I'd seen men the entire time and it hadn't really, the thing was seeing men had become a norm for me so I didn't really miss seeing a woman per se but when a woman finally came out as Prime Minister I was very, I was very happy. I w it wasn't a shock, it was more just like oh that's a really welcome change, you know, someone who looks like me is finally there so I mean it, it almost looked like I had hope. Um, for the first time, again, see it to be it. Like, when Julia Gillard came into power, it was like, it is possible for me, I can do it. Um, in New Zealand, um, a woman was um, the president, prime minister, and she was actually way better than the old president, prime minister that they had. Like, what makes men different to women? Like, women can be in politics and really good at politics as well, and I think more women should apply for the job of politics and get into it. On a 
election day, all over the country, people go to the local school to vote for the people they want elected into government, with the added bonus of the sausage sizzle. But if you go to that school, you don't actually get to have a say in who runs the country. Some adults, like our parents, think that we don't know anything about Just something. We're young. Yeah. yeah, they underestimate us. Yes. Children have the right to vote. We are like um, a official citizen to one of the countries, so we have to be able to vote because we have the right to. Wait, no, we don't, but we want the right to. Children can vote better than other people and elect better presidents. In the future, it's going to be, like, their vote that counts. Kids are people too. Let them have a vote. Um, most adults normally think of one thing and that's only their reason, but kids, because they're in, like, the creative and curious stage, they can think of many reasons why to do or not to do. So we should have rights to vote. Adults only think of money, but kids actually have a reasoning why we want to elect somebody for president or for a representative. I think that children should have a vote because they don't always care about money like the adults. So if there's like a president saying that he'll give like $50 to everyone who votes for him, the kids might not want that. The kids might want the other one that's better. But the adults would probably go for the money. There should be kid representatives that um, stand up for kids' rights in every country so they know how um, to make the decision. Yeah. And some people say that better uh, the next generation is better than, the, uh, than before, but people say that, but they actually don't act it, so they don't let us vote. Kids can change, like kids can make a difference. It doesn't really matter how old you are, like how much power you have or your race or anything like that, um, that you can make a difference. I feel like we should take charge because we're the future. We're going to be the people that are working so later on and the people that need jobs and need the money. So I think we need to start change and we need to like start it now. And just like in any democracy, there's disagreement in our panel on whether children should be allowed to vote. But not on all things, because kids, they might just choose whatever somebody else chooses or whichever's the winning side. So what do you think? And what does our future politician think? I think lowering the voting age will be a good idea because that takes, it, it takes the power from solely the older generation and gives and diffuse a little bit to the younger people and their diverse views. And I think that'll be much better to see a more diversified range of politicians that are elected, especially if you ask younger women to vote, more women might be elected back into parliament, I think. Being a child doesn't mean you exist in a vacuum. There are decisions that are made at the very top levels that still trickle down and affect you. Nepal says diversity also means not just more women in parliament, but women and men from diverse ethnic and cultural backgrounds. I've been asked countless number of times, where are you from? I've lived here for 18 years now and I've just all the time, where are you from, where are you from? It constantly puts you as the other and I just don't feel like I can, you know, I, I am Australian before anything else. I have an Indian background that I'm very proud of. I'm proud of my heritage, but I'm Australian above anything else and... um. I think it's really important to see a sense of diversity in our parliament because the truth is Australia is a very diverse country. Like all well, the census said, like 50% of the population was either born somewhere else or has a parent that was born somewhere else. And that's a good thing. It's a beautiful thing. It should be, it should be celebrated and it should be reflected in our government. 
Nippur didn't have to look far for her role models. She comes from a long line of strong, successful career women. My grandmother uh, was, she opened one of the first women's um, gynecology clinics in India at a time where it was very um, taboo to do something like that, which I really respect. My, my grandma, who's a doctor, she would give, give women the chance to have birth in a safe place. So it was, really, it was a really pioneering thing for her to do for that, for that day and age, I think. So I really respect her for doing that. Um, my mom refused lots of, it doesn't sound like much, but like at the time it was really important to refuse lots of marriage proposals from men that said you can just stay home because she wanted to establish herself as a career woman. And I really respect that. And that's, that's how I want to live my life. So back to that classic question that you've probably heard a million times before. What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a scientist. Yeah, I said robotic scientist. I think it's a very interesting job. I want to be the prime minister. Or a hairdresser? Uh, I might be a politician, but, you know, if I was, I would try and make it a lot more fair for everybody. I'm honestly a little bit worried. Like, if my future is going to be less than others' future, then I have a right to be worried. I know that this, the world in the future is not going to be all rainbows and glitter. It's going to be still pretty bad, like... It's just not going to be what we are expecting it to be. But we're going to fix this. Um, I'm kind of hoping that they'll finally realise before we have to get jobs that women are the same as men and that we should get paid equally. We should get paid the exact same amount because we're all people. Like your future is yourself. You determine your identity and you determine where you go. And there are hurdles and it is a bit harder maybe. You shouldn't let that stop you. In this season of This Kid Life, we've been giving you recipes for slime, cake. Today, we're going to leave you with one girl's recipe for taking over the world, or at least achieving equality. This is Charlotte with her award-winning public speech and manifesto. As you can see, I believe it's better to be a girl, and I'm here to tell you why. First of all, girls smell nicer, and that's not just because we get all of the nice perfume we can wear, it's because boys stink. I'm not being mean, it's just a true fact. Sorry, Mr Simpson and boys. If you live with a dad or a brother, you'd know what I'm talking about. We're all fluffy, but no one fluffies more or smells as terrible as a boy. My own brother has a definition of silent but deadly. Another reason why it's better to be a girl is because we are more organised. If we get asked to do something, we listen and do it straight away. Ask a boy and you'll be lucky if you even heard a word you said. Girls being more organised continues into being adults. Think of your mum and how organised she is. They can organise 15 different things in one day and get you there on time without leaving anyone or anything behind. For my last reason, very convincing reason, Girls are tougher. I'm not saying that we are stronger, even though we could if we want, really wanted to. What I'm saying is we can deal with pain better and getting sick. That's why girls have babies and boys don't. When a boy gets sick, they think they're dying. You've probably heard of the man flu. When I was four, my brother spun me on the seesaw so fast that it fell off and cracked my head, the back of my head open. I cried a total of two tears. I think you'll agree that no more arguments are needed to convince you that it's better to be a girl. Who runs the world? Girls! Thanks, Charlotte. 
That's all for this episode of This Kid Life, a podcast for kids produced by the Sydney Opera House. For more information about activities and shows for kids at the Sydney Opera House, go and have a look at our website. The executive producer is Bridget Van Leuven. Dom Evans is our audio engineer. Sam Arms is the production assistant and Peter Descent composed our theme song. Additional audio on the International Day of the Girl has been supplied by Plan International. Have a look on Plan International Australia's website for more videos and information. A special thank you to Nepur Upta and to our panel of experts at Lansvale Public School and Bulleye Public School. And thank you to Charlotte for reading her manifesto. I'm Jennifer Macy. Thanks for having me and see you next time at This Kid Live! <laughs>